Well, hi there. My name is Michael Zuman, and this is my first podcast here on CastBox. Just found it tonight by accident and was looking for a place to do podcasts, so here I am. Let's start by uh, telling you a little bit about myself. I am in my late 50s and live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas, and uh, I'm self-employed, and have a pretty interesting outlook on life that I'd like to share with you, and I'm here I'm going to be speaking about a variety of different subjects. I'm going to be talking about whatever comes across my mind uh, in between the period from my last podcast to this one. So, whatever it may be, uh, something in the news, uh, something in the entertainment world, something that happened in my life, whatever, uh, just that I find interesting, and that I think my listeners may find interesting, is certainly uh, what I will bring up. Um, I'm not sure yet how this thing actually works. Hopefully there's a mechanism by which my listeners can leave feedback and this could become a two-way method of communication. That would be awesome. I'm going to try to learn uh, how this app actually works as uh, between now and the next time I do one of these. Okay, so uh, that's a little about me. And, of course, you'll learn more about me as we go along here and uh, discuss the various uh, topics that we'll be talking about. What do I want to talk about in the first podcast? Something that happened today, actually, is what I'm going to lead with. And it is something that I find very irritating. Now... People that are younger are not going to relate to this at all. People that are in my age group, possibly. Uh, but let me let me get to the point. Um, and the point has to do with technology and also with meeting people. Those of you that are married, again, are not going to relate to this. Uh, those of you that are single may. Ten, uh, 20 years ago, I was meeting people, and I was single in the 90s, uh, and was meeting people through phone chat lines. Um, and the way a phone chat line works... For those of you that are younger and didn't exactly use this uh, method of uh, meeting people, you would call up a local number in whatever part of the country you lived in, and you would punch in an access code that was specific to you, which was, I think, they called it a mailbox number, and a password code. And then you would be entered into a chat room. And men would hear 
women, women would hear men. Uh, some of the chat lines were also for gay people. If you were on a gay chat line, men would hear men, women would hear women. And um, then what you would hear would be a 60-second greeting from each caller. So they would say whatever they wanted about themselves as an introduction. If you liked what this person had to say in that 60-second greeting, you would press a particular button. Usually, I think it was number one or number two. And you would send them a message, and you would have 60 seconds yourself to say whatever you wanted to say to them. At the end of that, you would press a button and send that message to them. They would listen to it. If they liked what you had to say, they would respond to it. If they didn't, they would discard it. Um, and then, if you didn't like the message, you just hit three and moved on to the next one. Uh, that's pretty much how this thing worked. And there was also, I think, a feature there for live connections where if you were really blown away by somebody's um, recording, well, then you could do what's called the live connection, where you actually conversed with this person like a phone conversation, live, without having to hear other people. And you paid for this. Men paid for this. And it wasn't very cheap either. I mean... Um, you bought like a two or a two and a half hour block of time for forty nine ninety nine, and I think like an hour was twenty nine ninety nine. It it added up pretty quick. So that was the method of meeting people that I used. Now this was totally blind. Okay, there was obviously back then no f form of digital photo sharing or anything over the internet. Um, so when you actually met the person face to face, it was totally blind. Uh, so that was the method that I used. Now, let me say this. Was this the main form of meeting that most people were using? No, of course not. The majority of people back in the 90s met through the more conventional methods of meeting, such as, you know, at work, through friends, family, uh, chance encounters in out in public, what have you. That was the most common means of meeting. So you're probably sitting there wondering to yourself, okay, why is this guy not using those methods, and why the heck was he on the phone chat line? Okay, like I said at the beginning of all this, you will get to know me as we t do these podcasts. That's why I didn't go into a long, drawn-out introduction of who I am. I, when it comes to dating and meeting people on the opposite sex and all of that kind of stuff, am incredibly uncomfortable with all of that. And part of it is the, I am not very comfortable self-esteem-wise. And 
you, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, he sounds pretty good on the air. So I've done radio before, actually, in my younger days. Was on the air on a radio station in Southern California, where I'm originally from. And also um, own a business. I'm a business owner and deal with the public. So the issue comes down, and this is going to lead to my whole raven rant about where we're going with this whole topic, is that I am not comfortable with my looks. I don't feel that I am particularly attractive in the way that women want. Okay? And therefore, that's another reason I do radio and I've never ever thought about doing something like, say, television. Okay, so having mentioned that, that is why I chose this method of meeting people over the phone, uh, the phone chat lines. And I'm going to throw this anecdote out there so that also as just a uh, comment, back in the 90s when you dialed one of these phone chat lines, you would hear probably a hundred women on the phone chat line. Our local Dallas-Fort Worth phone chat line had about 100 women on there. Just to give you an idea of how technology has changed and how things have advanced and vary now from that method of meeting people, when you call it today, and yes, it is still in existence, you may now see, or I should say here, about five women on the line, maybe if we're really busy, seven or eight women on the line. Where have all the women gone? I have absolutely no clue. Couldn't even begin to tell you. All right. Anyway, so we're. I, I assume the women have found other means of meeting people. So, um, basically. That was the means I met people in the 90s. So what happened? Well, what happened is, of course, the invention of the smartphone changed all of that. And I guess that is where the women went and why we no longer have 100 women on the chat line And uh, was the invention of the smartphone. The smartphone revolutionized the entire dating process. How? Well, because it made it possible to send pictures. And anybody within the sound of my voice, so to speak, who has ever dated now knows in the last 15 years or so that the blind date is dead history Put to bed, kaput, doesn't exist anymore. It is a thing of the past. It does not exist. Unless you're one of those people that, well, I, I don't know of any, actually, that doesn't own a smartphone. Um, so anyway, so now when you go online and you have a phone, and whatever website you're on, it doesn't matter, whatever uh, 
method, uh, online, you know, website, message board, I don't care, whatever it is. And you send somebody a message or you text or whatever. The very first message or second message, very early on in the process, a female is going to say to you four words. Or three words, actually. Three words. And they are, got a pick, question mark. That's it. There, there, there is no more getting to know you. There is online. There is no more questions about who you are. Do you have kids? What kind of work do you do? Uh, are you ma- divorced? Are you single? Never married? Uh, you know, uh, are you even honest? Uh, do you do drugs? Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you have a criminal background? Uh, any of the basic character questions that a person may want to ask to even know if their life is in danger when meeting you. Oh, no, 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 no. All of that goes to the background. Nobody cares about that anymore. Are you a knife-wielding psychopath? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nobody cares. Absolutely not. We don't care if you, are, uh, as a female, if you are going to murder us. And in the age of the Me Too movement... You would think women would care about their safety above and beyond anything else. I would think. Makes sense to me. No. The first thing they ask is, got a pick? Question mark. And if for any reason you do not respond favorably. In other words, if you even say something like, sometimes, for example, you may be on a device where you don't store your pictures. Not everybody puts their pictures on all their electronic devices. For example, I have my pictures on my phone. I don't keep them on my iPad. So if I happen to be talking to somebody on my iPad... I may say something like, well, I don't have them on this particular device, so I will send one to you later. That is not good enough. Uh Uh-uh. They think you're being evasive. They don't like that response. So, you you see what I'm saying here. Uh, That is how things work today. You better have a picture... You better have it on all your devices, and you better be able to produce it right away. And usually, you better be able to send it before they send you one. And it blows me away. It blows me away. Like I said, in the age of the Me Too movement, I would think a woman would be more worried about her security way before And here's one of the biggest 
to me, and, and, and I would love to debate this with a female, I would, or more than one female. Um, I would love to find out, because women have told me this, and I don't believe it for two seconds. Women say, I want to see your picture because I want to know that you're not some crazed psychopath. Okay? And I don't believe that. Come on. Women are just as visual as men are. And the only reason they want to see your picture is they want to know if... They don't want to waste their time. They want to know if you're attractive or not to them so that they can move on if they're not interested in your looks. That's it. And all this other stuff is just nonsense. So, for them to sit here and say, oh, I want to make sure you're not... How can you tell from a picture if someone is a crazed, psychopathic killer? I mean, some of the greatest, uh, not greatest, but uh, most prolific, I should say, killers we have ever had have been very handsome men, by the way. So, for them to say that, you would have never known, for example, um, that some of these men were serial killers. So, there's no way to tell that. So what they really are saying is, I want to look at your picture to know that you are somebody that I'm attracted to so that I don't waste my time with you. And then if I'm interested, then we'll get to the other stuff about who you are and all of that, and then we'll see if we are compatible in other areas. The thing that women used to attack men on of being nothing more than visual and only interested in their appearance is what women have become now because of the smartphone. And I, like I said, I would love to debate that with women because I guarantee you they will say something else. They will try to be defensive about it and will not admit it. But that is exactly what it is. It is no different. So anyway, so they send you the message that says... Um, Got a pick. And you send the pick. And guess what happens? Boom! Never hear from them again. That's the end of it. Unless, of course, you are a very attractive man, and then you will hear back. Um, these women, of course, one thing about the online game... Men outnumber women online by quite a bit. There's a lot more men looking for women on the Internet than there are women looking for men. Not just my words, but if you read the uh, articles that have been written about online dating, you will see that on there. So, therefore... These women can take their pick of several men. I've heard it's something like 20 uh, to 1 ratio on dating sites of letters that women receive in response to their ads 
for every letter a man receives in response to his. So, they can sit there and pick and choose. And if you're not one of the most attractive men they're getting to them, again, it's a matter of individual preference for each female, if you're not one of her favorites, you're not getting a response. That's the end of that conversation. And this process can be very discouraging, and it can be very... Uh, if you don't have the best self-esteem in the world, believe me, this is going to make it worse. So, this, the cell phone has really just, like I said, it has taken this process that used to be fun, that used to be, you know... Uh, an, an easy way of meeting people on those phone chat lines back in the 90s, and it's pretty much destroyed everything. Uh, and that's kind of why I really dislike the cell phone. And I'd love to know if anyone else has experienced the same thing. It will be very interesting to find out. Um... If there's any way, if you guys that are experienced at using this app and know of uh, any way to communicate, I'd love to hear from you. If you have similar experiences, it would be great to know. Um, let me know. All right, so anyway, so uh, that's my thoughts on the whole Internet dating thing and uh, how things are today versus how they were uh, 20 years ago. One last note on that before I wrap up this topic, and that is this. People, some people, and I consider myself one of these people, that have a good personality, even though they may not be blessed with the greatest looks. Once you're in a blind date situation with someone which is what that chat line did. It puts you in a situation where you're face-to-face -face with someone in a blind date. You can let your personality take over and charm someone, make them laugh, make them have a good time, even though they may not be blown away by your looks when you first meet. And I'm sure we've all experienced that. We meet someone, we think, eh, you know, their looks are just, eh. But, as we spend time with that person, we go, hey, you know, this person's kind of cool after we get to know them. But the way things are done now, nobody ever gets that chance, do they? With the gotta pick, question mark thing. Uh, so people are missing out. What can I say? Not, not necessarily, I'm, I'm not talking just about me, but I'm talking about missing out on a lot of really great people that they're just blowing off with gotta pick. So, uh, that's pretty much that. We'll, we'll leave it at that. One other interest I love talking about is sports. And 
and um, big sports fan. I'm not going to get into a big thing about sports right now because there's not a whole lot going on this week. Last week was the Super Bowl, of course. going to just say I was very disappointed in how the Super Bowl turned out. I'm a big Brady fan, and uh, the fact that the uh, Patriots lost the game um, was disappointing. But the Eagles did play a great game, and hey, they deserved it. What can you say? NBA trade deadline was this week as well. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers redid half their team there and blew out the Boston Celtics earlier tonight. Um... Cleveland's looking pretty good. We'll uh, have to keep an eye on them, and they may be a force to be reckoned with once again after looking pretty uh, sorry there for the last month or month and a half. So uh, they may be back to being the top dog in the NBA's Eastern Conference. Uh, We'll see. Time will tell. And also time will tell if LeBron will... uh, change his mind about leaving Cleveland once the season's over. Uh, Baseball is right around the corner. This Wednesday, pitchers and catchers report. Uh, Here in the DFW area, we were hoping that our Texas Rangers will re-sign New Darvish. Of course, that didn't happen. He went to the Chicago Cubs for a I felt was a uh, ridiculously long contract, but a little bit low on the cash. Six years, $126 million, which works out to $21 million a year. I didn't think you deserved six years, but I thought he deserved a little more than $21 million a year. But... Um, I was hoping he would come back here. And I really think Darvish did want to come back to the Rangers. But in their imminently cheap ways, local management once again didn't fork over the money. One thing I will say, and I know probably there aren't too many Texas Ranger fans outside of our immediate area, but um, this town, when it comes to baseball has been plagued by owners that have a small-town mentality. They seem to think we are in a small market. This is the fourth biggest market in the United States. Only New York, L.A., and Chicago are bigger than the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Jerry Jones gets that. Mark Cuban gets that. They're the owners of... Cowboys, of course, and the Dallas Mavericks. But for some reason, the owners of the Texas uh, Rangers, both current and past owners, have never gotten the concept that this is the fourth biggest market in the United States and we need to spend like it. No idea why. And so they basically told the Rangers general manager, John Daniels, you're not spending money this offseason. And have kind of handicapped him, and he's running around picking up overaged, washed-up pitchers, pitchers recovering from Tommy John's surgery, and anything he can get his hands on, inviting him to spring training, 
And you know the old adage, if you throw enough mud at a wall, something will stick. And that's kind of what Daniels is doing. He's just picking up every picture he can find on the cheap and hoping that somebody somewhere will pitch decently enough to make the club out of spring training and uh, uh, at least give the te- make the team respectable during the regular season. We're about to run out of our 30-minute time limit. Here, one last note I want to make. If you're looking for a great TV show to watch, check out 911 on Fox. That show is amazing. Really, really good. Uh, not quite as good as This Is Us, but just a tick below. Very, very entertaining. Very well acted. Very well written. You will not regret watching that show. It's fast become uh, one of my favorite shows. And it's only five episodes in, so you can catch um, up with it on On Demand and quickly be up to date on it. All right, that's pretty much all the time we have for tonight. Hope you enjoyed it, and I'll be back with you guys real soon. And until then, take care. Talk to you soon.